Here we go. You are listening to Only the Important Stuff, and I am your host, Jeff Heinrich. Welcome to, and thank you for checking out the podcast. It is the first official Wednesday edition of Only the Important Stuff, Wednesday, November 8th, 2023. Hope everybody's having a fantastic week, and everything is going swimmingly in your life. On today's episode of Only the Important Stuff, I've got my good buddy Rocky back on, catching up, two dudes just chopping it up, connecting again. Super important to do in your life. We talk a little bit about his travel adventures and what it's like to take a trip really unplanned other than when you're leaving and when you're coming home, as well as some of the struggles you run into while raising teenage boys, which was hilarious to say the least. Yeah, and then just two friends catching up, talking, having a good time. So without further ado, let's get to it. Here we go. Welcome to the pod, Rock. How you doing, brother? I'm living. Living? L-I-V-A. Busy, Busy. <laughs> sounds like. Doing better than that mustache. I just realized. You just saw thick. this thing, man. You saw this fucker. Yeah, that's thick. You got you lose a bet? <laughs> no, man. It's Movember. <laughs> Slash. Does Jen, like, does Jen like it? She does not. She nah, does not. Um, when I, so I had a beard going right it's winter and i had some meetings coming up and i uh was upstairs shaving one day and i was like you know what i wonder what it looks like and i shaved it and i left it and i was like hmm, it's november coming up everybody does these november things i bet i could professionally get away with it right and uh i came downstairs and she's like i can't take you seriously with that how long are you gonna keep that and she called me broad <laughs> you know, she's giving me all it sorts looks of like shit. you're ready to solve a crime i'm not yeah. gonna lie well you and know, i did like, it right before halloween so everybody assu- thought i was like gonna uh <laughs> I, I was gonna dress up as i don't know like a detective or something but something. you're a little mermaid <laughs> sure, sure yeah something uh mm-hmm. super troopers you name it right and i was like you never know we'll see and, yeah. yeah i'm just rocking it i mean i i half dig it i'm just not using yeah that you get that's you look like you're solving a crime, like 1960s <laughs> or now or 1860s, you know, Sherlock Holmes. But oh, that's yeah. why I put a little I wax couldn't... in it in the morning, <laughs> curl the edges up. Yeah, well, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, man. What's new in in Rock's world, man? Oh man, well, I told you about the pseudo promotion. So that's, yeah, doing cool. uh, double rolls still. Gotta love that. Yeah. Um, it's been a lot, man, for sure. And you know, some of it's payback. So, you know, business development, having my, you know, reporting to one person. Great. Mm-hmm. I was working 20 hours a week golfing, dude. I'm, I'm literally getting up at six in the morning, five in the morning. Yeah. Just depends what day. And, um, and I'm literally still working right now as I'm talking to you, you know, just emails are coming in. Um, we got, I got some, I got some boundaries I got to set, but really it's because it's two roles, right? For sure. So I just, I just don't have enough time in the day, but it'll be worth it financially. Um, now that the tax man wants to, his cut, mm-hmm. now he's got to make it official. And I think nothing will happen to the new year. Um, yeah. Yeah. Boys doing good work. Work is just stressful, man. Just a lot. Always is. Was right? in Belize. Yeah. I went to Belize for, uh, yeah, I was going to say you went to fun. Belize. That's your second time there, right? Uh, third time, man. Third. Third time. Third time. God damn. No, I enjoy it, man. It's uh, mostly because they speak English. Um, For sure, right? <laughs> yeah, they're the only one in Central America that was colonized by the British. First, it was the Spaniards, and then the, the British, you know, waxed them. Then they owned them. And then uh, late 50s. Um, we got a little rock got colonized. history yeah. going on. Then we, gave, we, we gave them back their, uh, their country. <laughs> uh, but here's some cool, interesting facts and a great story. Okay. The entire Belize army. 2,000 soldiers. Solid. Three, the entire country. That's they have two helicopters in 2022. One crash. Now they have one for the entire military. One helicopter. That's a tough look. Uh, yeah, crazy story, man. So <clears throat> landed in Belize City, and yep. I was going down to Placencia, which is a 35-minute plane ride, a four-hour taxi, or an eight-hour bus ride. So I landed at noon, mm-hmm. and uh, the tickets are like 50 bucks cash. It's so um, cool. Yeah, so I go up, it's a puddle jumper plane, go to the airport, mm-hmm. and I say, hey, give me a ticket. They're like, oh, so sorry, sir, but since the airport is closed, we have no idea when it's going to reopen. I'm like, what? 
And I'm like, all right, I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, all right, I just want to get back to this hotel that I just found uh, by by nighttime. So I get mm-hmm. a taxi, 400 US dollars. Whoa. Yeah. But the cool part is the dude stopped like three times. So got a bunch of road beers. So by nice. the time I got to the hotel, that was lit. Yeah. Uh, it's 12 back in on the ride. So the next morning, I get up and I was uh, going fishing and I had this guy take me, you know, a few hundred um, meters away. And we were talking about the airport. And he's like, dude, you're, you want to know why? And I said, what happened? And he's like, a plane crashed and it crashed 20 feet from my house and just burst into flames like puddle jumper plane. <laughs> and we literally drove by the plane wreckage and it was so like smoldering and mm-hmm. crazy. And I see him like, what happened? The drug cartel came in at two in the morning the night before with a skiff, four guys full of cocaine. They, the airport and like just right on the, the edge of the peninsula, like 50 feet. Mm-hmm. The two guards that were armed were sleeping, got tied up, and they loaded the plane full of cocaine. Two guys and the two guys took the boat and left. Airplane took off at two in the morning, did one circle real quick, and they think it had too much weight, and then crash landed and blew up. Killed both guys, obviously. Um, and then everyone came running out to try to go steal drugs uh, to where <laughs> they could sell. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so, yeah, that was day one, you know. Sure. Cartels, bing, bang, bang. But you kind of yeah, you kind of travel uh, very interestingly. I feel like you you, you tend to take um, love you, Jack. Uh, you tend to take some trips that are not necessarily fully planned out. Not at all. Which is <laughs> completely crazy, right? So I went, I went to a yes, yeah, I went to um, South America. And I booked a round trip ticket, but I had no other details. I landed in Honduras. All I knew is in 30 days, I had to be back in San Pedro mm-hmm. uh, or San Pedro Sola. And yeah, no hotel to just get out of there, backpack. I mean, I ride buses. Um, I hitchhike. Um, I just I make meet the locals. That's why I like Belize is because I can, it's, it's English, right? Yeah. It's a lot harder to, to get a ride and try to go somewhere when, you know, there's a language barrier. For sure. But even this trip, man, 48 hours before I flew, I didn't even know where I was staying. Um, and I changed hotels three times down there. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I just know there's a start and there's an end point. Yeah. Uh, but it's fun that way. And I, and I can do that. I'm not a chick. I'm not going to get kidnapped. I might get kidnapped still, right. um, but still I'm not worth that much. No. Not, yeah. Yeah. It's a little different. Time probably still. not. Yeah. But I mean like that, that truly makes, you know, traveling, um, an adventure. Right, oh, yeah. you you never know what 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 what's going to occur. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, you never know what you're going to do. Right. So the really cool part, usually I'll stay at a hostel uh, when okay. I'm, you know, truly like backpacking, and I have more than just you know a week. Yeah. Um, and I'll just meet people. I'll be and, and literally every night everyone gets either stoned and drunk or both. And we talk about what they're going to do tomorrow. And one person's like, "Yeah, I'm going to go climb this volcano tomorrow." And they're like, "You want to go?" So I climbed a volcano the next day and I had no intentions of climbing a volcano. Right. And then the next day I actually rented a private boat for like a hundred dollars to go fishing all day. And I met like six people. Uh, a few of them were smoking hot chicks from Australia. And I just said, Hey guys, you want to go fishing tomorrow? They had no plans to fish. Dude, we had the best time. Um, nice. renting a full boat for a hundred bucks, dude. And just, that oh, was awesome, man. But yeah, dude, it, it makes it fun. Um, and here you can do as much research online as you want before you go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and you still don't understand what's really there, right? Because, you know, like TripAdvisor, they're going to push you to, you know, the commercialization of travel. Ah, nah, man. I don't want to go on a normal cave tour trip, right? I want a right. private cave tour trip where dude's taking me eight miles up and we float down. So, uh, but yeah, man, that, that's the reason I do it. Have, but a lot of fun. Have you ever been on one of those trips and been, and just found yourself like, I don't know what to do? From fun or like scared? I don't know what to no, do. Not, no, not scared. Like, oh. I, I, I can't imagine you being in one of those scenarios. Uh, twice it's happened. Um, but, um, <laughs> oh, well then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Elaborate we'll on that. that. But no, but I'll, just I'll like, first one. but going um, no, into it without a plan and yeah. kind of being like, well, shit, I don't know what to do today. Uh, no. And you kind of feel like you wasted a day or something. I call those beach days, dude. I'll get fucking sure. drunk as a skunk sit my fat ass in a hammock and listen to music and yeah. watch just people walk by. Yeah. Um, All right now let's get yeah, into these like scary one of those scenarios. Out of the eight days. Yeah. No, yeah. one of the first times I went to South America by myself, I was like, I said, I was gone. I think I was gone almost a full 30 days. Yeah. Um, 
I land. So San Pedro Sola is the murder capital right of the world. Gangs everywhere. And um, I had to take a bus to get down south to catch a, another plane. Mm-hmm. And it was like a normal public bus. Nobody spoke English. And of course, I stick out like a sore thumb, being big, white with tattoos. And um, I get on the bus and I immediately go to the back. In my opinion, it's like the safest spot to be. And I get on and immediately a soldier follows me on with an AK. Um, walks straight back to me and in so many words is telling me like to put a jacket on it's a hundred degrees with a hundred percent humidity and uh, he tells me to put a jacket on and he just starts pointing at my tattoos and he's like they'll kill you Hmm. you step off this bus they will kill you because you have tattoos not because they're gay they might be uh, misconstrued as gang tattoos yeah because you're not allowed to have tattoos in this city they'll kill you. I was like, what the fuck did I just get myself into? And this is my first trip ever too, by the yeah. way, Central America. Uh, and then the second time I might've tried to buy some illegal substances to have some fun. Um, sure. uh, and I guess the guy uh, didn't give me the quantity that he should have got, but this, this guy I met up with just from random white guy, I think he was from Australia too, spoke perfect Spanish and he was upset that I was taken advantage of. So he goes over to the drug dealer in this bar and literally picks a fight because of, he ripped me off on drugs drogas. And, um, I'm standing there and you just see this big altercation start going and pointing fingers right back at me. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I don't understand what he's saying. (laughs) Right. I don't know if he's saying that guy's going to rape your mother. If you come any closer or that guy really wants his money back or more drugs or something. But see, I didn't, I had plenty. Yeah. Um, but apparently we were supposed to get a lot more uh, drugs for 20 bucks out there. Um, and uh, yeah, this guy. So anyways, um, nothing, no beef happens with the drug dealers. Um, I get mad at this other guy and he starts walking out and um, he kind of got in my face and I uh, just snapped. So um, I took him and I threw him into the street. Uh, he went tumbling I, and I just met this guy and I'm like, great. Now I'm fighting. Um, pops drive by. They don't even look at us. <laughs> And it, and it took me a while to realize what's going on here. Um, the drug dealers run the city and they keep the peace because the tourists are the one, how they make their money. Yeah. So they will look out for any infractions. They pay off the police because the police are worthless. Um, they're the most safest people to be with is the drug dealers, believe it or not. Um, this guy turned out he was trying to steal my drugs, my $20 worth of amazing you know, pot. Um, yeah, yeah out, it was dude. just sketchy, dude. I mean, you, you're in a foreign country. I'm fighting with an Australian mm-hmm. in Guatemala with drug dealers and cops just, like, literally lining the streets. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's crazy, yeah. man. It's, it's a wild. What's your, what's your favorite trip you've ever, like, been on? I would say. Um, From a choose-your-own-adventure trip. I would say Belize. Um, there's an island called Cake Hawker. Well, yeah, it's between Belize and Roatan. So Roatan, let's do Roatan because it's an island off the Honduras coast. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And um, they have something called Lobster Fest. So it's to, it's a festival they kick off in the islands, right? So there's like six or seven islands. Mm-hmm. And each, uh, like every other day. So the, the fest lasts for like two or two or three days. And, um, you have boats coming over from like Texas, Florida, and it's the kickoff. So they have this big tournament on catching, um, Marlin and lobster fest. So kicking off the season, you can get a lobster like 30 inches long for like $15 fully cooked. It's just amazing, man. And it's a huge party. Everything shuts down. Their motto is go slow. Um, and it's just, you party all day and eat lobster. I mean, I mean, nothing gets better than that. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Um, and you have all different types of people, man. Yeah. Um, during that time it's in, uh, February, like February, March and April, somewhere around in there. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, most Australians and Europeans, they, they travel holiday during that time. Mm-hmm. So you'll meet people from like Ireland and you know, a lot of people from Australia. Sure. Uh, people from the U S and yeah, and just, just have fun. And it's an Island. It's pretty remote. Um, and then there's a Island across the way called Yatilla and it's the garden Island. So it's a lot of right trees. It's not so much, you know, beaches, but it's the jungle theme and the, all of the buildings and nightclubs are in the trees. So just imagine a million tree houses like connecting, intertwining and it's a fucking party. It's like raved a, a rave party, but with uh, like Jamaican <laughs> vibes, man. It sure. was awesome. Um, so that's a lot of fun. You know, I've got to see cool things, man. You know, different glaciers and you know mountains and <laughs> they're trying to make me walk up that volcano. And I was just like, Nope, 
<laughs> I rented a horse. <laughs> the first first horse they brought me, look, dude, if a horse has like nine lives, that, that bitch was on 10. And I was like, that horse is not going to get me up that hill. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it'll go. Good, good, go. Dude, that horse got about halfway and just stopped walking. Yeah. Um, and he just looked tired. <laughs> they had to, they had to bring me another horse cause I refused to hike up this fucking volcano. I mean, it was just the steep was like straight up. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. yeah I mean, and, I'm it, with a, and I'm with 20 people. So I'm 19 people are hiking, sweating, dying, and I'm riding a horse. Like what's up, dude. Yeah, that's the greatest day of my life. Yeah. Hell what a yeah. vacation. Here yeah, bro. yeah. You don't want to work on your vacation. Yeah. Hell no. Correct. Hell no. Um, yeah, that's awesome, man. I love Belize. Belize was, as you mentioned, right? Like uh, English speaking, very grateful that you're there, right? Very, yep. it almost like the anti-Mexico. Yep. Right. The, yep. the couple times I've been there, it feels like obviously their economy is very dependent upon you, but oh yeah, the locals just do not seem happy with you and. You get to Belize, man. Everybody's, it was just like such a cool community and a cool vibe. And we went to Ambergris Key, right? Which gorgeous yeah. island. And yeah, I mean, swam with sharks, went into the rainforests. And, you know, yeah, and that's tubing. north of K Cocker, too. So I, I yeah. was at K Cocker. I was uh, in Placencia. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love K Cocker, man. Um, I love Ambergris Key. Um, yeah, you did it right, too, man. That's, that's where to go. Yeah. Uh, you should, you and Jim should check out Roatan next half of the, so it's a small island, but half of the island, uh, we'll call it the Northern side of the island. Mm-hmm. You can, it is a port. So it's a, it's, it can fit one cruise ship and all the touristy shits on that side. So yeah. on the South side of the island, dude, one lane street, just a dirt road, all mm-hmm. these dive shops, ex-military that, um, uh, cause that blue holes are right out there, right? Yeah. Off the, off the reef. Um, yeah, you guys would love it, man. You'd love it. Yeah, so. we'll see. We're probably going to stick to probably a bit more of the touristy spots. Yeah, right? what's next with the kids? So, <laughs> what's next? Uh, yeah, what's next with you and Jen? Because you guys try to do a trip together, right? Uh we we have at times. It just depends on the year uh, and you know I guess what where we got you're going, going to. Right? Yeah. Uh, but this year, uh, we're doing <laughs> Florida again around Christmas with her family. It's always fun. And then um, for the kids' spring break, we're going to Ishtapa. Am I saying that right? Uh, no, Ishkaret in Mexico. Uh, it's the like, Netherlands? What's that? In the Netherlands? No, it's in Mexico. Ishtapa? No, oh, Ishkaret. X-C-A-R-E-T. It's like in the rainforests. Um, oh. It's yeah, it's south sound, of Cancun. Like, what do you say? You better you better Google voice that thing and. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm telling it. you, I'm saying it correctly. I don't. I don't think you are. But what's the whatever. capital of New York? <laughs> New York, no <laughs> Albany. Isn't it all Albany? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're doing that for their spring break. So that's probably our travel for the year, unless some you know Jen's always looking for like fun deals. We just went to. The Wisconsin Dells, which is like the water park capital of America. <laughs> so much cool. fun standing in wave pools inside. Yeah. No, keep fun. making sure your kids don't drown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad my kids are getting older. Very soon I'm going to start taking them, but one at a time um, to experience some, you know, Central America, South America. Sure. Um, we'll start very small, uh, yeah. but I want them to see the world, man. I want them to see how others live. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, and your kids are now to the age where I feel like you could travel with them to places like that and not be as worried. Correct. Right. Um, yeah. How are the kids, dude? Oh my God. They're all right. Bear and me, man. Bear's not going to make it till 16. I can tell you right now. (laughs) Uh, the worst case scenario, he might come up or best case scenario, he might come up with a limp, but, uh, no, nah, it's been, it's been rough, man. I, you know, part of it's hormones, part of it's, uh, who he, who he hangs out with. And I will tell you this, man, I've thought long and hard. And even when I was just sitting on the beach for eight days by myself, mm-hmm. um, this is payback, you know? And I, now I remember when my parents would say things like, you know, that you don't hang out with that group of people, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I can tell my son acts so different when he comes back from mm-hmm. hanging out with certain friends. 
some of it, like I said, is normal. Um, the other stuff, it's just like, uh, he thinks he is so fucking cool. Like every, everything anyone else does, his brother, his mom, his dad, anything. If it's not to his standards, he'll, he'll just, he'll just rip on you, man. And it's disrespectful and I can't stand it. Mm. Um, and he just does some shit, man. I'm telling you, he's, he's, he's on his last leg. Um, I'll give you a good example. He, uh, <clears throat> he doesn't need new skis. He wants new skis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because his friends are, are just spoiled. But look, my kids are spoiled too, but to a, to an extent. Yeah. Um, so anytime somebody gets something new, he has to get something new. Okay. Um, and this coincides too with this baseball bat, which I feel like he intentionally broke on purpose. Um, yeah, yeah. I think he hit a pole with it. Um, because he wanted a new one. And I told him, no, I said, you just got that about nine months ago. There's nothing wrong with that bat, but TikTok gave it a different review and this other bats fire. And you know, it's $450. I said, I'm not buying you another bat. And he's like, and I said, I'm not buying you another bat unless your bats is cracked or damaged. Well, what happens in two weeks? Fucking doesn't work anymore. Dad, literally there's no pop. It just sounds weird. I'm like, Oh my God. So now we're in the ski thing. And I said, I am not buying you new skis. You know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you're, there's nothing wrong with your skis, you know? Um, and we went back and forth and he knows he has a season pass. Um, and he made the comment, well, if you get me no skis, you're just going to waste that season pass. You have to buy me new skis so I can use the pass. Mm-hmm. And I, at him, I said, motherfucker, I will take your season pass and light it on fire in front of your face and watch it burn mm-hmm. before I buy you new skis. Yeah. Um, so what does he do? He somehow connives the plan and gets his best friend's dad to give him his skis. And I almost lost my shit. You know, um, you know, you know how other parents are with your kids. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Oh, you will, we will not take any money. I'm like, bullshit. I said, you will take every penny that that kid gives you or he won't take them. Um, and bear forgets who has the power. Like yeah. I'll take his skis and snap him over my fucking truck tire, dude. Yeah. You know, just to prove a point. Um, but it's those things. How he says it, like you have to buy me this because you bought me a pass. Like, <clears throat> oh, you want to hear a good story? I'm okay sharing this. Um, <laughs> dude. So I went to Belize, Anna and the boys went to Hawaii. Nice. They get, but we we both get back um, Monday at like midnight. We actually saw each other at the airport. It's kind of funny. Tuesday, the kids go to school. Bear forgets his phone. Text Ann um, from his buddy's phone. Hey, mom, forgot my phone. Can you please bring me um, my phone today? Sure, buddy. No problem. A couple minutes goes by. Her phone goes off again from same unknown number. Hey, Pooh Bear's mom, because that's what they call bears. Nickname's Pooh Bear. Hey, Pooh Bear's moms. Why don't you cruise by my crib tonight so you can slide up on this Johnson? Oh, holy shit. Yep. <laughs> The next message, no, next message, that was, that was bear. The next message, that wasn't bear. He wouldn't write that to his mom. Um, that was, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Gavin. And I'm like, Gavin, who the fuck is Gavin? Oh, Gavin's not my friend, dad. You know, bear really wasn't apologetic. Didn't see the problem. Yeah. And was super ha- um, sad. Not so much and offended by the friend, but because bear really didn't stand up for her. Yeah. Buddy, if there is a brighter shade of red, my ears and face, I was ready to go fucking fight my son. And Anne's like, don't do a thing. You know, I want to handle this. Don't do it. I said, fine. A couple days go by. I couldn't. Dude, me and Bear are at the batting cages. We're just sitting there. And I said, bud, I got to talk to you man to man. I said, mom told me about that text message. He's like, oh, that was an accident. That was a joke. And then when I repeated the comment of what was said, Bear starts laughing right to me. Mm. And and I'm like laughing. I'm like, you think this is funny? He's like, Oh no, it wasn't, it wasn't directed to mom. And I said, dude, it said Pooh bears mom. So every time I said something, he would try to spin it. Right. Sure. And where it was, wasn't a big deal. And I said, dude, even if my best friend said that, um, he would have a broken jaw or a no something. Yeah, and man. it would be, and it would be appropriate, right? My friend would know. It's not like we'd become non-friends. Any of the parents that would have maybe found out with the why behind it, been fine. And I said, Bear, I would have much rather picked you up in the principal's office because you broke somebody's nose or punched somebody and be suspended, and I would have done it with bells on. Instead, you did nothing. Dad, I'm not you, and blah, blah, blah. 
So I kind of let it go. I just said, dude, I'm disappointed in you, but um, I had to leave because he just kept making excuses. Mm-hmm. And um, good old Lord came through. You know, there's a group chat on Bears baseball team in high school that parents and coaches are on. And Gavin, hey, coach, I'm not going to be at practice today. And I'm like, what are the odds that this is the Gavin that did that? Yeah. So the next day, me and the Bears coach are pretty tight. And I'm really good friends with the varsity coach. And I know he'll help me out. So I show up to Bears practice. He's Bears on the field. I go up to Coach Kincaid and I'm like, hey, where's Gavin? Oh, he's not here. And I'm like, let me talk to you. You know, because I'm trying to handle it at the lowest level. Yeah. Um, all I want is an apology. I want that kid to go to his mom and apologize. And then, um, as I'm leaving, Bear catches me and he's like, what are you doing? You know, and I'm, I told him and he's like, why won't you just give up on this? Uh, and I'm like, listen here, <laughs> listen here, fucking guy. I said, your mom is my ex-wife and I'm still looking out for her. And I said, if, if you don't look out for her, I will. And I said, I am highly disappointed in you. I said, what is Gavin's last name? He's like, I'm not telling you. My own son, I'm not telling you. And I said, fine. I'm going over to your varsity coach right now who is, you know, at the batting cages. <clears throat> Dad, don't. It's not that Gavin. And I said, what Gavin is it? And he refuses to tell me. And I start walking and I say, as I'm walking, I said, you got two seconds, one. And he stops me. He's like, dad, it's not Gavin. You're not going to find out who it is. <laughs> and I fucking turned around. I thought I was going to choke the shit out of him. He like jumped. And I said, coach bird will, will literally do me a favor and pull every Gavin in the school system and give me a printout if I asked for it. And I said, I will get to the bottom of this. And then he starts to get a little teary eyed. Dad, it wasn't Gavin. It was one of my best friends. I said, which one? And he started again, same thing. So we finally get there and I said, dude, I will call every one of the parents um, Mm -hmm. of your friends and I'll get to the bottom of this. And he finally broke down and said, oh, it was Des, who's just one of his best friends, who coincidentally the night before was at Ann's house and she had no idea. So now my my son's lying. Mm Mm-hmm. So I have Des's phone number. He doesn't know that I'd have this. So I called Des and I said, hey, Des, this is Mr. Rocky. Uh, we have a problem. And dude, yeah, I wish it was on a video call. That <laughs> kid couldn't get a full fucking word or sentence out. <clears throat> and uh, I just told him, I said, look, man, um, I'm not going to involve your parents. But if you do not call Miss Ann right now and apologize profusely, um, no excuses. I said, do me a favor. Don't make an excuse. You know, he's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I disrespected you and bear. And I did give my son a little solid shout out. And I said, Hey, um, you know, bear tried to fall on this sword protecting you, you know, but I said, I have my ways. Um, and I said, you will never ever be welcome in my house again. If you don't apologize. And I said, but if you do apologize, we're done. You know, I'm not going to tell your dad or mom. And he's like, Oh, thank you. Um, you're welcome in my house. But I said, you're, you know, you've got to, you got to make this right, man. And I told him too, the analogy, we're always going to trip over a dick. Um, it's just what you do afterwards. So I let Ann know just a quick heads up. And, uh, first things that Ann tells me as I'm looking out for, her, uh, she's like, Rocky, do you know why, uh, bear was so adamant on not snitching on his friend? I said, no, why? He's like, because you taught your boys never to snitch. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yep. Like in this situation, a little different, but yeah, yeah, you never, you never give up the man. You do your time like a man. Um, so homeboy calls, uh, Des calls Ann, apologized profusely, like so bad. He even said, I disrespected Ann, me, Bear, your house, your family, Trace. And uh, as he was hanging up, he's like, Miss Ann, if you ever need chores done, do not hesitate. I will do anything you ask me to do. And I will <laughs> never, ever, ever say anything bad. Like, so, you know, problem solved, but you know, that's the kind of shit I'm dealing with. And it's almost every week there's an incident like that where bear just doesn't get it. Um, right. And I've raised, and I've raised my kids better, dude, old school, Sure. you know, morals and values. And he just doesn't get it. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that's bad juju to break a bat. Shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. And you kind of, there's a part of you that probably kind of respects his not wanting to give up his friends. Right. Um, yep, yep. Small respect. But so at the same this, time, right? It's, it's like, like how you I break through. It's like, bear, though. it's like, I get what all you're saying. Been avoided. Yeah, I get what you're doing. But at the same time, dude, like, I'm your dad. That's your mom. Like, yeah, the, yeah. those are the ones you break it for, right? Or, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like for your what, you know, your family is who, who that is broken. I'm not the fucking cops, 
You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. there, there's a line that your friends can, and so it wasn't like, cause like in a day too, I would mess with my friends like, damn, your mom got a fat ass. Right. But to him, I would never disrespect and go to his mom be like, yo, right. Mrs. Jenkins, what's right. up with that booty though? Yeah, that's just disrespectful. Right. For so there's sure. a little bit of guy code in there. You got it. And I even told Barry, but even if he's your best friend, you didn't got to put hands on him, but I'll tell you what, you could do a little bit of a chest bump and growl and get your point across and then apologize to your mother for the lack of stupidity in your friend's part. And this would have been done instead. It was lies and laughter and all this shit. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't do it, man. It's so, a learning. It's a, it's a learning moment, right? Hopefully. I know. man. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Right. You know, you hope that they yeah. learn, you know, from a situation right. like that. And yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. we've been think- in them where kids are, Jack's like not telling the truth and we finally get to it and he's crying and you know, all that. And it's like, dude, like just yeah. tell us the truth. We're, you know, it's so much easier yeah. after the fact. Oh, yeah. And I don't know when that sinks in for him. Yeah. Clearly not, uh, yet <laughs> for years. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like I said, I get it, man. But some of this stuff is pretentious and, yeah. And, you know, some of it is our fault, right? I do spoil my kids, right? They they have mm-hmm. two parents that make a very good living and, yeah, you know, they, they don't have a want and need. I mean, come on. We're, we're, it's like white privilege right now, seriously. Mm-hmm. A ski pass, uh, skiing in the mountains and, you yeah. know, baseball travel team. It, it, like, come on. Oh, You're yeah. very fortunate, man. 100% first But don't take problem. that shit for granted, right? I mean... I, I'm struggling with that right now, right? Like Jen and I just literally today had a conversation, like, cause we're talking about Christmas presents and things to do for what and when. Right. And I'm like, you know, part of me, I'm like, can we pull back for what you're like going through here with Jackson? Right. Cause she's like, I want to do this. And she went and got a, granted she's a deal finder, right? She found a used mm-hmm. snowboard, you know, she's, used boots you know got him a helmet like and it's like come on now like this is a pretty large gift for a kid to receive and i was like Mm -hmm. to me he feels very ungrateful for everything he gets yeah oh yeah you know and i'm not trying to like i agree shit in his socks and like you can't have a christmas but you're you're it was coupled with you know well what's santa gonna bring him and and i'm like man this is a lot for him yeah. and i was like so we better fucking blow it out mm-hmm. for joslyn right yeah, and she's yeah. like oh 100 percent. yeah what you do for one like, you do for another she's like well yeah. she doesn't want anything big and i'm like that doesn't make that like right yeah you know yeah. if if you're trying to do five presents for five presents okay I, I understand that concept but at the same time like they're starting to be old enough that they understand like some things the cost value. more money. <laughs> and yeah. when Jack has five presents that equal uh, an insane dollar amount and Jocelyn's got five and you could get them all at the Dollar Tree store, yeah. there's a fucking – and I have a problem yeah. with it, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah. It, and also it's 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 a double-edged sword because we always want our kids to have more than we did because I, I grew up poor. It, yeah. It's also my fault because, look, I'm a single bachelor – Right. I make a great living. If I want something, I buy it. Yeah. If, if I buy something, it's probably the best that you can get because I believe in quality. Yeah. So my son sees that, right? The dirt bikes in the garage, the, the snowboarding and the, the jacuzzi and the hot tub and like the, 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 the material things. Yep. But I earn, I earn that motherfucker. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to explain to him. He has no concept of that. Right. So when he wants something, Oh my God. Even when we were talking about potentially, if you get anything, it's boots because your feet are bigger. I got it. And I was like, yeah, we're going to look on Facebook marketplace. He's like the look he gave me. It was like, like I was trying to poison his fucking oatmeal. Okay. Mm. Oh, used like that. It was something like that. Oh yeah. my God, Jeff. I'm surprised I have not hit my kids. Um, especially Barrett recently. Yeah. Um, Oh, New news only like 50 bucks more. I'm like, do you have fucking 50 bucks? You have 180 or $101 and 87 cents in your account. I'm like, you can't even afford a boot, let alone two. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my God. And it gets me, it gets my blood going, but it's also what he sees, right? Sure. He knows that, you know, if dad buys a, a lawnmower, it's not going to be the shitty lawnmower. I'm going to buy a nice lawnmower. It's going to last me five to 10 years. Right. And it's going to be expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, he just, he has no concept, man. So part of it's our fault. Part well, of it's generational fault. Yeah. Um, and then, and then part of it is fucking life. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I mean, so he's, 
because he's what 15 14 yeah 14 are you when are you gonna tell him go get a job um or are you not oh no i've been telling him forever so the biggest reason i've been telling him so I believe not handing my kids anything, you know, outside of some normal stuff, a few luxury things like snowboarding, right? Sure. Look, I know, man, if we go snowboarding two or three times a year, I might as well get him a season pass because it's the same cost, right? Sure. And then he can go more, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's about ready to drive soon, and I refuse to give him a car. Yeah. And I said, I will do one thing. Whatever you bring to the table, up to $5,000, I will match. Mm-hmm. Or oh, actually, I said 10000 actually. And I said, you have to earn it. Grandpa can't write you a two hundred dollar check for Christmas, and you just tuck him away. Um, okay, yeah, no worries. And you know he makes some valid points, but he'll say like, "It's summer. I want to enjoy my friends. Fine, but don't always keep your hand open." And when I tell you you want to go to the movies, no, go pull weeds. I'll pay you for your work. Yeah. Um, no, I don't want to pull weeds. Well, fuck them. You're not going to the movies, bro. So with this whole car thing, um, he's like, "Yeah, I'm not worried. I'll earn that money." And I said, "Okay." And then the other day, he hits me up. You know, um, and he's like, Hey dad, you know what I was thinking? So he's conniving again. I'm going to drive soon. And you're thinking about getting a new truck eventually. Right. And I said, yeah. It's like, why don't you sell me your truck? And I said, you know, that's not a bad idea. And he's like, what about a thousand bucks? And I'm like, are you fucking high right now? (laughs) You know? And then I try to explain to him. I said, look, the only thing I will help you with, as long as you have a B average is I'll pay your insurance. That's it. I'm not going to give you gas money all the time. I'm not going to pay for your car payment. But this kid right now has $100 in his account. That bitch is going to be on his first date and a fucking bicycle with a basket because mm-hmm. I refuse to give him a truck or a car. Yeah. Um, my fucker will walk. Yeah. It'd be yeah. different if I saw him try to work because there's tons of things that kid could do. Shovel snow in the wintertime, rake leaves, mow lawns, pick up dog poops, wash cars. Mm. Nope. He'd rather hang out with his friends or play video games. Yeah. So... You know, I get you want to be fun, but it'll sink in soon enough, man. It, it is a, you know, like Nick, he's brought up, like we want our kids to be kids. Like there's plenty of time for work in your life, which I absolutely agree with it. hundred percent. Sure. You know, um, but then there's also just that, that whole value, like of, man, you're going to appreciate it so much more because you earned it, you know, mentality. Just like you do, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you you've you've grinded and you've found your way, and you're you're at a good spot, and so you reward yourself, right? And it yeah. it's it's much more meaningful than if it was all just handed to you. And I, it's a delicate balance, and I don't know where I'm going to come down on it yet. I haven't started thinking about it. I'm sure there's yeah. part of me that says, you know, it's probably dependent upon how. Um respectful and grateful they are for the stuff that we have given them right if they're showing like they truly they you know yeah we get it you know we're lucky that you know we're you guys are able to do this for us and yeah maybe it's a maybe then it is all right you know mom and dad will help you out and we'll we'll get you something to to tote yourself and your sister around in because that's going to be necessary and Mm -hmm. having a third driver isn't the worst thing in the world um but you know, if Jeff, it's, it's not, it's not all about the work either. It's about the work ethic and what you oh, learn. I by get a hundred percent, man. I get it. That's it's, it's all where I'm getting to. Right. If, but if they yeah. show like they have that work ethic and they're willing to put in the time, um, you know, around the house, help mom and dad out and, or put in the time outside of like practice, the mandated practices to like mm-hmm. be better at something. And yeah, yeah. All right. I can see they've got it and they're willing to put in more than, is asked right because if correct that's what you want right if all you're doing is what is the the bare minimum and all that you're doing is what is asked of you by your coach well guess what man you're you're a six man you're off the bench you're middle of the road worker bee you know and that's not a terrible life if if that's what you want but you know that's not what we want for our kids right you want them to be successful and to have that drive and to be hungry yeah yeah and it, and it sucks because there's one thing I'm trying to learn right now, and it's very, very hard. Bear is not me. Mm. Bear does not have my work ethic. Mm. He does not have my passion for building, yeah. uh, turning wrenches, cooking. But here's the other kicker. Trace does. Trace sure. loves to cook, loves to learn, is always in the garage turning wrenches with me. So he's almost seen like a favorite by Bear. 
and, but I'll say, bear, come out here, man. I, I want to teach you, you know, mm-hmm. and he'll come out there. He'll sit, then he'll get on his phone and he'll wait about five or 10 minutes and then he's out and he's gone. And I said, see, you're not learning anything, you know? Um, well, what, so but what's what I'm he trying into? To, oh yeah, go ahead. What's he into then? Well, he loves baseball, but he, he likes, you know, his friends and video games, right? Like, um, and he's not like glued to video games, but he is glued to his phone. Right. And just watching dumb shit like TikTok, social media. Um, and he loves baseball. Um, he does like working out kind of, sort of, you know, he, he does what he wants to do. Right. Um, but then again, too, like he skipped, uh, weights the other day and wanted me to, um, pick him up because it was weight day and not hitting or fielding. And I said, dude, that's how you're going to get bigger, stronger, faster, and better. And not only that, you're showing the coach you're putting in the work. Mm. You know, you can't pick and choose what you want to do, man. You know, you're all in on this team or you're not. Um, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, he, literally that's how he sounds. And I said, fine. <laughs> um, and, you know, funny that day that he quit, he didn't want to do weights. Um, his mom was supposed to pick him up, but she couldn't. And he's like, well, will you pick me up? And I said, no. I said, walk your ass home. And you know, his response was, okay, I'll just do weights. You can pick me up at the end of practice like normal. I'm like, see, this is the shit that it just kills me. Um, but what I'm trying to do, and this is very, very hard for me, but at least I, <laughs> I'll pat my own self. I have the self-realization I need to try harder, but to try to empathize with him more. That he doesn't like to build shit. That he doesn't like to turn a wrench. Yeah. He doesn't like to go shooting. He loves skiing, dude. I mean, he mm-hmm. even says, like, man, I can't wait. I want to just live up in the mountains and ski all day. So he has some passions, right? Yeah. And here's, here's the funny part. A lot of his passions don't align with mine. Right. Which is I don't ski. I snowboard, right? Sure. Um, I usually don't play video games, or if I do, it's like a sport one, and he gets his ass kicked, and he gets mad and throws a controller. Sure. Well, I hit, I hit four home runs um, in a row just to beat him, and the other day he actually threw the fucking controller. I made his ass go pick it up. It was great. Good lesson <laughs> learned. Uh, that, that's, uh, that's, you know, what you're saying there. That's truly... Mm-hmm like what you should be trying to do, right? Um, You know, obviously I hope Jack's into sports and whatnot, but, you know, if it's not, like that's okay, man, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. There's probably some intimidation on his part of, you know, like my dad's really good at all this stuff and I'll never live up to his standards, which sucks. Like you, it sucks that a kid feels that way ever. Right. And, um, so how do you help, how do you help them find their thing and how do you champion it? And right. Like Jocelyn's into stuff I'm not into. And I, I, I go and like, I'm, I'm there and it's the struggle for me is I got to get into it. Yeah. Right. And that's hard because it's not something you're interested in. And, but that's what you do as a parent is, you know, yeah. All right. I'm not into skiing, but Hey, I'll give it yeah, a whirl. No, you can yeah, laugh at that, yeah. right? <clears throat> and yep. see, the things that he is into, I, I am too, you know, just not as much. So that's not the problem. The problem is is he's not into the things that I'm into, but those are the things that he needs. Like how to cook, Jeff. My kid will starve to death. He's going to eat chips or ramen because that's all he's going to know how to cook. And mm-hmm. his dad's a great cook. That motherfucker doesn't even know what a, uh, a socket is, let alone a wrench. Like, I'm literally trying to teach him how to be a man, right? Now, that's a very slippery slope there. You don't have to be able to work and turn wrenches to be a man, but you need some basic fundamentals, man. Like yeah. if he ever gets a flat tire, right? He needs to know how to change it. So again, I have rules for him to drive. He needs to know how to put on chains. He needs to know how to do basic services and he needs to know how to change a tire. Yeah. Because those are the things that when he gets stuck, he needs to learn that. Right. Cause I always tell him this cause I, I do everything, man. Yeah. Why pay somebody when you can do it yourself? Right. Sure. And, uh, but he has that mentality. Oh, I'm just going to pay somebody to come clean the house. I'm going to pay somebody to go get food or I'm going to buy my food. I'm not going to go out and cook it all the time. Like that's the mentality I'm trying to break. It's not so much that I enjoy it. It just so happens. Those are the things I enjoy. I just want to teach him the basic fundamentals, like 10 level, like military. I want him to know 10 level and that's it. Yeah. Then he can get out of the military, so to speak. Right. Um, but that's where I'm struggling. Um, and I ask and I offer and it, it's frustrating because I know he's going to need it one day and he's just not going to have those tools, you know? And some of that, that goes back to that work ethic, right? Sure. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. So anyways, kids are fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> assholes. Yeah. 
My yeah. son is half retarded. I think it's puberty too. You want to hear fun, dude? <laughs> we're, we're, we're having fucking breakfast the other day, and uh, he was eating some eggs. And uh, he's like, man, my stomach's upset. I think I'm lactose intolerant. And I'm like, why? He's like, all these eggs I'm eating, it's just making me lactose intolerant. And I paused, and the dude was dead serious. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. And I called his mom and told him, you know, it's hilarious. Like, he thought Alaska was a fucking country. And I'm dead serious, Jeff. Oh, boy. He is 14, and I blame the school for half of this shit. He thought Alaska <laughs> was a country. Okay? <laughs> And he thinks eggs comes from cows, apparently, because now he's lactose intolerant. You know, like, to me, those are some funny things we get a laugh at. But For sure. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, just you wait. Just you wait, Jeff. It, so. I don't, I'm not sure I'll ever, I would ever let my child live that down. Oh, never. Did yeah. I tell you about the, um, um, you know, the big wind turbines? Like the huge? Yeah, yeah. Did I ever tell you that story? No. Oh, my God. This one's still going, too, and he'll never listen to this. So this year, we were driving to Omaha for a baseball tournament, and it was just me and Bear. Mm-hmm. And as we're driving, <clears throat> he sees these wind turbines. He's like, man, those are so huge. He's like, what are those for again, Dad? And I said, oh, those are just fans. Um, they help keep the cities cool. Um, and they can generate enough wind and power to cool down cities. And, and I mean, I went with it and the guy was soaking it in and he's just like, yeah. And he's like, well, why are they only like that way and pointed this way? And I said, well, Colorado Springs is just due Southeast. Like, you know, I said, you know, 42 miles. I said, don't you ever wonder how the weather channel knows that it's going to be 72 today, but 68 tomorrow. I said, sometimes they'll set the fans to come on at certain times and that wind will continue to push and cool the city down. He's like, oh, that makes a lot more sense now. And then he falls asleep. I haven't told him the truth yet. So I'm hoping one day he's out like with his girlfriend or buddies oh and they're driving God. by a wind farm. He's like, did you know that's a wind farm? And it, and it generates, because that's what they're called, like wind farms, right? Yeah. And that controls the temperature of the cities nearby. Oh, dude, I, I took that elaborate. I said, remember when we were in Palm Springs and there were thousands of them? <clears throat> And I made perfect sense too. And I said, well, Palm Springs is so hot usually, right? It's 110. Mm-hmm. But, but how do you think it gets so cool in the daytime uh, or uh, in the morning time versus the afternoon? And, but, and he was just eating it up. Yeah. So I told Anne quietly. Absolutely. And, she, and I, I even told Trace and Anne at the same time. Yes. And Trace, who is two years younger, that kid pissed himself laughing because he knows like how stupid his big brother is. <laughs> um, and it's still going on right now. So he has no idea. So he thinks they actually cool cities. Um, Oh, then he asked, he's like, well, hey, why are some on and moving and some aren't? And I said, well, because they've reached a desired temperature in the city and they're good. And he's like, oh, yeah. That makes, he's like, that makes so much sense now. <laughs> oh, my, you fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, well, and you got it. Like, the next time it's, like, super hot one day and then it cools off the next, you got to just kind of casually be like, must turn the fans on last night. Right, and see yep. if he, like, you got to kind of, like, test it and just kind of keep it fresh, you know, so that yeah. so that he never forgets it. And then one day, man, hopefully, like, you're oh. driving the team somewhere and there's other kids in there and they start talking about him and you get to hear him oh, yeah. just look oh, like yeah. a complete idiot in front of all his friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait, man. It's so good, Rocky. <laughs> so good. Mm. Oh, you would have loved being in the truck, man. Oh my god! Yeah, it would have it would have taken everything for me not to just that start uh, dying laughing. Uh, and I owned it because, like, you know how like trucks will have like your temperature the outside. Yeah, and you know, like, so we were driving in the morning, and you know, the temperature would fluctuate like one or two degrees, like because I'd maybe go into like a shadowy area against the mountain. Yeah, and it would drop, and then we would go, and I and I would literally say, "See how that fan's pointed? Look at the temperature." And I just knew that as soon as we came out of the fan, it would go up. And I said, see, we're out of the range. And then it moved up. And he's like, ah, everything I was saying, though, if you were an alien from another planet, would buy it. Sure. I mean, I did not skip a beat, you know. Um, so. Oh, you spin a good yeah. tail, Rocky. You spin a good tail. Yeah, spin, spin it. Uh, <clears throat> whatever happened with the dog? Where, oh, my God. Where'd we end on that argue. scenario? Took him back, man. Did you? The, st- the straw that broke the camel's back. I. This is after he escaped like three or four times out of the, that is a steel cage, right? Um, and I told you the one time like he was locked in because I zip-tied that bitch. Mm-hmm. And he like 
jump scooted the cage all the way to got to my um, dining room table and I had this nice rug under the table. So he jump scooted a cage six feet and then chewed up the rug. Um, unreal. Right. So, um, then he broke out of the cage again. Um, so anyways, I'm going on, I just went on a date, uh, like up in Denver, I was gone two and a half, three hours at most. Yeah. And I come back and I put him in the kennel upstairs because that's the one that zip tied. And as soon as I open my garage door, the dog runs out and I'm like, Oh my God. And I said, did I lock him up? Now I'm like questioning. Did I actually put him in the kennel? Yeah. That dog bent the door part of the cage so much. He just kept ran. He had been ramming it so much where he then skimmied out the side. So then you have have a half of a bent cage door. The dog shit up, uh, shit upstairs Mm -hmm. three times, pissed downstairs twice and then tried to jump through the front living room window and blinds. And you could see his snout nose mark where yeah. he tried to jump through in his face. Damn it. Went through the blinds, then realized, oh, blinds are plastic. I like plastic. Rip the fucking blinds down and shoot them all to shreds. Christ. He did this within three hours, man. And I looked at him and I said, dude, I can't, I can't do this anymore, man. I couldn't even go to the gym for an hour, right? He would, he would break out. Yeah. Um, and I, I felt awful, man. But yeah, separation anxiety is tough, dude. Yeah, well, you that know? and growling at Trace, I think that was the biggest. So it still ha- it kept happening. That's the huge um, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, one minute he's laying on Trace on the couch. The next minute, Trace runs in the garage and he's gone for like maybe twenty minutes playing with a friend, and comes right back in, and the dog starts growling and bark like, you know, kind of like, mm-hmm. "What are you doing in my house?" Like, and then he kind of realized, "Oh, you're Trace." But dude, what happens in the middle of the night? Trace goes to piss. Right. And that dog is laying by the door. Oh my yeah. God. There is going to be no half second. Right. So anyways, uh, uh, good That's lesson. Tough, dude. And about a thousand dollar loss because, you know, I didn't have the heart to ask for my money back because I know that dog's going to need some help. Right. For and sure. eventually, uh, you know, might be rehomed again. And then just all the dude, the kennels, the toys. Yep. Uh, yeah. I dropped a good G, um, in two weeks. Um, nothing to show for it, but a bent cage. Yeah, they ain't cheap. And and new uh, blinds. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you get new blinds. Uh, <laughs> red carpet cleaner. Uh, still waiting on a new rug. Yeah. Damn, bro. Uh, dude, I know. That sucks. Sorry to all, hear that. All because they get lonely. And I want someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. Dude, mm-hmm. that dog had it made, though, because I work from home. He was getting two, three walks a day. Great meals. Backyard. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> dude, we had a man. We had a man-to-man bro talk. I was like, dude, for real. And I mean, I had a full conversation with this dog. I'm like, you may not understand. Maybe you do. Kind of like the movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Didn't didn't work. Yeah, it's not how life works, unfortunately. Yeah. That would be one of my superpowers. I wish I could talk to dogs. That would be the best. Be the best, man. Yeah. Any animal, actually. That would be fun. 100. percent 100. percent You dating yeah. anybody, dude? Nah, I was dating somebody for just on and off, but she was 26, single nurse. She worked night shifts. It was actually perfect. I was going to say, because when I work in the daytime, you. she's sleeping, so she doesn't expect me to like be, you know. And then certain nights, you know, I go like throw darts or like on a weekend, I have a, you know, something going on. Um, she's working. I, it was just perfect. Uh, but she definitely, she, she just wanted more. Um, yeah. And she definitely wanted kids. She was a NICU nurse. Um, but now she was really cool. She's just like, Hey, I can't do this anymore. I mean, that's literally how she said it. Yeah. Can't do this anymore. It was over tax, which is fine. But like, um, schedules don't jive and you know, I'm just not feeling it. Like I'm into you more than you mean. I said, no problem. Yeah. And I said, I wish you well. I'm sorry. I couldn't give you more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> this is a story you might have to edit. Okay. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, so I was filling in for a buddy playing poker and I was talking to this girl I just met on like hinge that night. Okay. And, uh, she's like, Hey, you want to grab a drink? And I said, sure. So like nine 30, we meet up after poker and, uh, she's a cute little thing too. And man, the red flags that just kept coming, but I just didn't care because she had a dope little body. I just <laughs> didn't care. And I'm going to, I'm just going to summarize some of this. This is why it's just stupid. Like, cause everyone would have ran. Yeah. Not me. List I the red in there in the fucking trenches, bro. Yeah. What are the She's red She's been flags? to rehab twice. Okay. Um, 
her son, she was a probation officer. And then she tells me a story about how she, um, fucks a lot of guys and she doesn't know what she's doing, but yet she enjoys having fun and she's not married anymore. Her ex-husband was abusive to her. Uh, her oldest son got uh, prison time for moving large amounts of marijuana across state lines. Um, she, um, has a therapist and a shrink. She is pretty much broke and where she could afford things more. And she had a shitty phone like from 1980. And she's like, yeah, I think I want to get a new one, but I just don't have the money. Um, and it gets so much better. I'm trying to think of some other things. Um, I saw her car as we were leaving. I'm going to jump around. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely looks like she got drunk and hit something. Um, <laughs> telling me how that w- she met some guys and they were into cocaine, but it's, it's not like for her, but every now and again, because like it's cocaine and it's fun to do. Um, she's like, who doesn't like to party? <laughs> and then, then that's when she told me she's been in rehab twice. I'm like, for what? And she points at alcohol. I said, really? Um, I said, can't hold your booze. She's like, us devil. Um, yeah. I was going to ask like, what's it like to date with all this shit? But that seems like a, yeah. A really good microcosm one, of one what in, you're going to run in into. Seven, one in seven and point four women are just batshit crazy, dude. Batshit crazy. <laughs> one in seven point four. Very specific. Yeah. Have you been doing studies? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking write an article in the Boston Journal. Jeez. But yeah. Nah, dude, honestly, it's like high school, man. The girls I like, they don't like me. And the girls that like me, I don't like them. I mean, it's just, that's what it boils down to. But, generally um, how it works in life until you find yeah, the one well, right like i'm in no rush man i even had the realization like dude i'm probably not gonna settle settle down to the kids are out of high school yeah you know you know that's what ann and her boyfriend are doing for the they've talked about it you know because i spend more time with ann than ann's boyfriend spends with her mm-hmm. plain and simple just because we're so involved with the kids and doing things yeah and, you know um it's just it is what it is and but don't get me wrong. The right one comes along. Great. Yeah. I'll scoop her up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, dating sucks, dude. Yeah. It is not fun nowadays. No, so. I, I can't. It sounds terrible, right? Like having <laughs> to, you know, I think like a, a lot of married dudes, right? Like once they've been married for a while and it's like, oh yeah, like they get an itch of some sort, right? Um, yeah. You hear stories about dudes all the time and like, oh, yeah, like if I got divorced, it would be so great, you know, because now yeah. I got this and that. And it's like but that you forget nope. all the yep. shit that you had to wade through yep. to find good ones and vice versa. Like it's the same for girls, like the amount of oh, yeah. douchebag guys that they have to like talk to to find a guy who's even halfway decent. Um, oh, yeah. It, it, it it's yeah. yeah. It sounds awful. <laughs> like yeah, and it's exa- and it's exhausting and it's expensive. Um, mm-hmm. Not only that is it's the time, right? Me coaching two baseball teams. Yeah. You know, t- technically, I have four jobs, right? Um, I work with the foundation. I'm doing two at my other job, and I coach. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a ton of free time, so I don't want to waste it. Uh, but then again, I like to go out and have fun. Mm-hmm. But again, that shit costs money, right? At the end of the day. You know, date drinks in a bar, just having fun. I mean, you're dropping a hundred bucks easily. We had dinner. There's two fifty. You know, it just adds up. And then you're like, yeah, I don't like that one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking adds up, man. But uh, you know, it is what it is, though. I'm sure if I looked harder, I might find something better. But uh, I'm a big proponent, man. If you go looking for something, you're never gonna find it. It's like your car keys, right? You look around all the fucking house, and you stop looking. You're like, oh, they're in the bowl. You know, uh, so maybe that's what I need to take some of my own advice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dude, it'll come when it comes. Yep. Have fun. But, uh, the yeah. right one will hit you in the <laughs> eyes someday. This chick I used to date on and off. Um, I coach her son since he was like seven. So we've kind of like dated here and there on and off and she's a fucking, she's an alcoholic full blown. So I invited her out to like the game five world series. It was me and my buddy. And, uh, I just wanted to be cordial just to see her, say hi, you know, hang out. Uh, she took an Uber there. She got there. She was fucking three sheets from fucking Sunday already. Oof. Drinking, you know, slurring. So ended up taking her home, me and my buddy. She's like, oh, you, she literally whispered, you should take me home and fuck me. And I'm like, nope, ain't, ain't touching that with a 10-foot fucking pole. Ain't doing it. I'm making sure you're going to get home safe. You're not riding in an Uber. So we get her home. Dude, she 
<laughs> as we're driving, she's like passed out and we're, and I was like, is this the right street? You know, just double checking. And I like kind of hit the brakes. And when I hit the brakes and like turned, you know, kind of at the same time, slow down, this chick's head hits the fucking glass. <laughs> My buddy Jeff's like, Oh, she's dead. And I was like, Oh, don't say that, man. Uh, so we get her out of the car, man. And she just fucking starts going off and she's stumbling, falling, starts yelling at me. I don't even know what for, like what about, um, and she's a firefighter. So if she gets in trouble, like she's in a lot of trouble, I'm worried because my truck's there and I have been drinking. I don't need to get popped. Yeah. This bit, I swear to God, Jeff. And it was okay. Cause she's going through some shit and I know that, but she starts fucking hitting me like hard Oof. in my chest, just fucking haymakers, like a windmill yeah. and it starts punching my chest. And I'm like, let it out. I just stood there. I'm like, let it out. I know. And I, and I kind of gave her a hug and she starts crying. And then she starts walking off and I, the wrong way from her house, you know, she's in apartments. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to say her name. I said, hon, I got to get you to your front door. Meanwhile, her two kids are home, you know, 17 uh, and 14. And I don't want them to see me cause I'm their coach. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, look, I got to get you to the front door. And she starts yelling at me. And she's like, don't fucking tell me what to do. And I was like, God damn it, bitch. I said, listen here. I said, do you want me to go to jail? She's like, no. I said, do you want to go to jail? She's like, no. And I said, then walk your ass to your fucking house right now. And I grabbed her and started walking her. And she starts, I'm so sorry. And uh, same thing. She walks up, stumbles, hits the door, and I fucking bolt. Next day, she calls me, acts like nothing happened. Hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. You're lucky I take care of you. Make sure nobody hurts you. Yeah. Yeah. Tough, dude. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's been a fun few weeks, Jeff. Yeah, brother. Sounds like it. Sounds yeah. like it. Always good to check in, see what's new in Rocky's <laughs> world. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. What Can else? Good. Anything? Or you got? I know you what got a you got a hard out. You got a meeting here tonight, so I didn't. Yeah, I eight work. minutes. Yeah, it's a baseball meeting. Um, it's a our monthly uh, check in, making sure you know finances, tournaments are all mm, scheduled. Oh yeah. Yeah, one of those on Sunday yeah. night. Super fun. Yeah. They're awesome. Super fun. Um, yeah, no. Other than that, man, life's good. You know, good. Got it. Did I tell you about a new dirt bike for me? I'm sorry, uh, ride with the boys. No. Oh, I got this badass bitch. Kawasaki KX450. Oh, that bitch flies, dude. It's almost too much bike for me. Um, get on that throttle, dude. That bitch takes off. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, go, we go riding every now and again, but it's almost ski snowboard season. So kind of transition to winter sports, winter training. Um, Love it. Yeah, man, man. I guess we trips in. It's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. How's, yeah. how's Jennifer? She's good, man. She's good. We've, uh, yeah. we've been sick in this house for like a month straight. So the, the icky pickies. Yeah. Just fighting through that bullshit. Pretty sure, you know, her and I both had COVID and, just took fucking two weeks to get yeah. over. So that's been fun. Yeah. And your job, I know we got a few minutes, but you know, you're still fighting that fight. Every Keep day. Down. Every day, dude. You know. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it. and yeah. Just, uh, yeah, one foot in front of the other. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, I love you, man. Yeah, Thanks love you too, brother. Uh, keep your head up. Yeah, man. All right. And I'll survive. Yeah, we'll, uh, for. we'll be in touch. You know that. So, uh, speaking of whiskey, uh, I got a gift and it's called green spot. Have you ever heard of that Irish whiskey? Nope. It's about a hundred dollar bottle. So I'd say it's expensive, but not like, you know, crazy, crazy, but Oh my God. So good. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe Santa, Santa Rocky will send you a bottle for uh, Christmas. Um, give it a taste, man. It's good right shit. On. Right on dude. So, all right, man. Right on, good brother. See you, bud. We'll yeah. catch up. Tell the wife and kids. I said, hi. we'll do love you, brother. All Take right. care. See you, buddy. Be good. All right. Thank you so much for checking out only the important stuff. Super fun conversation, catching up with Rocky. He's always an entertaining dude. Love that guy. Hope everybody has a great week. Thank you so much for listening, coming on this journey with me. Uh, As Ben always says on back to even be a friend, tell a friend, tell him to check out the pod means a lot to me. I also appreciate any feedback you all give me on an ongoing basis truly means the world to me that people listen to this so thank you so much hope everybody has a great week and i look forward to connecting next week get out there do some good and be good everybody until next time